too long. I'm so sorry, everyone. Well, you know how life is. Um, we had a lot going on in the month of January, which I didn't expect. Um, some personal stuff going on, and then, of course, uh, the election, and <clears throat> and what else was there? Oh, and then my computer um, had a problem, so that's why there was a longer delay than I expected, but we're back better than ever, and I have to say, when life gets you down, what does one do? Uh, you watch trash TV. And I've done a lot of that lately. I've been watching a lot of trash TV. And one of the things I came across was The Masked Singer. And we should have known that the world was going to hell when The Masked Singer came on television. Because I actually feel that I did. Because The Masked Singer, I mean, is the wildest show. I don't know why anyone cares. Also, I'm like, the producers of the show must think that like us as a viewer audience that we're like so dumb because they're basically telling us who it is without with all these hints that they give um, in these packages before these people sing and dance and whatever. And the judges make these observations and the judging panel is so random. Okay. It's Brian Austin Green who is Megan Fox's ex-husband and he's supposed to be like the Blake Shelton of it all. And let me tell you, he leaves a lot to be desired as Blake Shelton. Um, one would argue that he's hotter than Blake Shelton. And I would have agreed until I found out about him dating the Shauna Burgess from Dancing with the Stars. Nothing against her. Um, I just think he's super thirsty the way he's handled this divorce and has been really heinous through it all. And then, like, all the stuff he was doing with Courtney Stodden, um, it wasn't cute. It wasn't cute at all. And if you don't know who that is, she's the, like, teen bride who married that guy, Doug, who was, like, a 50-year-old man. And then they were on one of the Dr. Drew shows. Um, so he's he's done with me. Um so anyway, he's doing this like bit with Leslie Chow. That's another one of the judges where they're kind of going back and forth with the banter. And I can just see that the producers have been like, oh, do like an Adam and Blake thing, like from The Voice. Okay, whatever. It's not working. Anyway, these people come out. They're fully covered and they're dancing around and like maybe doing the splits. One of them fell out of this ring, like, you know, like how Pink like comes on stage and she's like suspended from a ring. One of them fell out. Like, it's obviously Nancy Kerrigan is the cupcake, okay? It's, like, as clear as day. The other judges, who are they? I want to say, like, a Jenny McCarthy. Oh, no, no, no. Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, Ashley Tisdale. Paula Abdul. And there's someone else I'm forgetting. It's the wor It's, like... Uh, the Island of Misfit Toys. And that's really what this show is. It's the Island of Misfit Toys. It's not funny. It's not really entertaining. I don't know how it keeps making it onto the television. But um, in the words of Alec Baldwin, there are some jobs you just do for the paycheck. And that's clearly what this is to all of those people. So um, don't, you know, I say rise above in 2021. Don't lower your, lower your standards to my level of watching The Masked Singer on a Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Um... 
What else has happened? There's been a lot. There's been, there's so much to uncover in the Housewives universe. Wow. Wow. Shaw amazing. You know what I'm saying? First of all, Dallas is back. And if you know me, you know I love my girls from Dallas. I don't know why this show doesn't get the best ratings because I think it's one of the better franchises. Now, my favorite is Cam. I also like, you know, she's the one that left me a message on my Insta. Don't want to brag. Um, but she's the really tall, lanky blonde. Now we have this new um, housewife, Tiffany Moon, who uh, is a doctor. She's Asian American. And she's already mixing it up with the ladies. And I feel like I'm not going to like her um, just because of how bossy she is. That's typically a quality I don't really love. But I do like how she's like coming in so assertive and mixing it up. Then we have Deandra. And Mama D, the only reason Deandra's still a housewife is because of Mama D. Like, I'm convinced. And Mama D's wigs. Like, I really just want Mama D to be a housewife. So, I'd love I'd love some sort of show where we get, like, the crazy parents of all these housewife people. I don't know what it would be. But something like a celebrity big brother house with all these, like, elderly people that are, like, featured guests from a housewives. Um... And, like, maybe also Kris Jenner. Uh, I think it'd be a great time. Okay. And then, um, so, they're back. Stephanie and Brandy are back. Brandy's, of course, you know, uh, she had to go to rehab for almost wanting to commit suicide because she had made some racially insensitive comments about Asian people. And that's not good. That's not a good look. Um, I often make insensitive comments on accident. And uh, a lot of times I don't even realize how things sound. So I just have to say this cancel culture these days, it's it's rough out there. I don't think it really helps anything to make people feel awful. Um, so anyway, she's obviously going through it. And it's kind of boring, though. The story, like, I just, I don't know, it's not very cool that they're bringing in this girl and obviously like this Asian girl who's, you know, obviously going to now go to bat for these this thing that Brandy did I get I get why they're doing it but I don't love it on behalf of the producers I don't love it what I did love though was the 50th birthday party scene and here's a bone I have to pick with a lot of um a lot of like produced parties if you're gonna bring in like models like don't just bring in like naked guys who are out of shape and like say that they're models on their Instagram these guys in Dallas were actual models in suspenders they looked like legit models that were actually working from an agency pay pay their full rate not like some random like I feel like Atlanta does this a lot where they don't get like legit models like the Bailey agency does that a lot, which by the way, is that still in existence? RIP. Um, so I, I love the 50th birthday party. I thought that was so cute how when she came in, it was like all the guys were lined up for her. And I also felt like that could have gotten really creepy, but it wasn't. I also will say I was very impressed with how Tiffany Moon handled being thrown in the pool when she's, when she doesn't know how to swim. I thought that she would have freaked out. Um, but it did open my eyes to the fact that Asians are thought of as the quote unquote good minority. This is her words, not mine. Good minority because they don't speak out about um, some of the injustices that they face. And I thought, interesting, interesting. So, you know, it's good for us all to have that perspective. Um, 
The fashions this year are cute. Cameron's really, really bringing it. Stephanie's doing better. I liked her headscarf look. I really liked her um, blue, I think it was a Gucci headscarf and like her poolside look at her little barbecue. And then we had the saga of the chicken feet where um, Tiffany Moon says, I want to introduce you to my culture. And she has, you know, them bring in the chicken feet at this um, Chinese restaurant that they go to and wants to make all the girls eat it. And when I saw, I mean, I will eat stale crackers. I'll eat pretty much anything that tastes decent. I'm not real picky about food. Um, uh, probably too much to to a fault because I've had food poisoning twice this year, um, and that's just 2020 for you. But um, I I'm not picky enough. But when I saw that there was a toenail sticking off of that deep fried chicken foot, I thought, okay, that's a wrap. That's I'm out. I'm out. I can't even eat at a place that's cooking with toenails. Are is that for real? Um, so that's where I stand on Dallas. And with that, I, I don't know that I can get back into it. The season doesn't look terribly promising. And I really don't like that Carrie Britt, the, um, with the, she has an accent and it's not, nothing to do with her accent. I'm just distinguishing her from the other Carrie who was on the show before, but I don't know what it is about her. I just, I don't really connect with her at all. Um, I pretty much like all the other girls, but not her. I even like that ginger friend that they're bringing in, that redheaded friend. I like her. You know, they went in the in the pantry and compared vaginas. Not something I would do, but, you know, that's the kind of thing girls with sisters do. It's like, because they've seen it all. I'm like, I don't even hug my girlfriends. Like, weird. I don't want to be touched. Like, I don't, what are you doing? So, um, so anyways, that's where I stand on Dallas. Now, now, if you have not started Salt Lake City, please stop committing the crimes against humanity that you're committing because Salt Lake City is the best thing on television currently right now. This is not an exaggeration, okay? I don't know why I've heard morons say that they don't like it or they don't connect with it. It is the best housewife show I think we've had in maybe 10 years. And it only started 14 or 15 years ago. Okay. So screw Bethany Frankel, screw Ramona Singer. I know people are going to disagree with me on this and I know they're polarizing, but they are such pros. And I also feel, I know some people feel like they're super thirsty about when they come in and they try and be um, all into uh, like, you know, throwing the lavish parties and like being too thirsty and trying to come up with their like gimmicks right away and the shot squad and all of that. But personally, I'm like, without it, what would we be watching? Like, it would be so like weird and religious. So I, I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for the Jen Shaw. And I really love a crazy person. That's what I've realized from, you know, this, this two week stint without you guys, um, having you to talk to. I have realized that I am really attracted to crazy people and it's, it's, um, it's not something I'm working on at all because it's one of my favorite things about myself. However, I married like the most stable, lovely person ever. I'm the crazy one of the two of us. And I think we can all agree on that. However, uh, I, I just love like a Jen Shaw energy. I really do. Even Elisa Barlow. I'm like, you're irritating to me and you sound like you're just honestly, you know, like choking on a cigarette all the time. 
However, like your psychoticness and like um, disconnect within yourself is fascinating to me. And I love that. And then I was watching The Bachelor, just to segue real quick. And I realized, you know who I would talk to on that? If I were in that cast of The Bachelor with the Matt James, who's by far the best Bachelor we've had in ages. I mean, Peter, Pilot Pete, nasty. Nick Vial, nasty. Uh, he's a nasty woman. And um, who else did we have? I, I, I don't know why. What's his name? Tyler Cameron? The Gigi Hadid ex-boyfriend? Why is he not becoming a bachelor? Like, what is he doing? Um, He would be so great. But Matt James seems fabulous. And I'm also like, oh, it's about time we have someone we don't know yet. Like, I welcome the someone that doesn't. It's also interesting to see someone who doesn't know how the bachelor thing works. That's interesting to me. Sorry. Uh. You know, it's been the same thing for a long time. I also like that it's a name colon. Sue me. You know, like I'm tired of that dirty old mansion. I know it smells. I practically know what it smells like from all the Bachelor uh, recap podcasts. I don't think there will ever be a better couple than Tasha and Zach, in my opinion. Although, I, guys, I don't have a good feeling. I don't know why I don't have a good feeling. Why does she want to live by coastal? I don't like that. Every interview, she's saying she's going to live by coastal. Why would you live by coastal if you're obsessed with each other? I'll tell you what. When I met Wes Evans, it was like, I am packing myself in a cargo van as of tomorrow, moving yesterday, so I can be with this person 24-7. I degaff so hard. What the hell else I have going on? And maybe that's not healthy, but that's the way I live. So, okay. So, this Matt James is a delight. He's... He's a doll, and I think he's one of those people that must be cuter in person, because I don't find him attractive in any way, but he seems very nice, and I'm guessing he's even cuter in person. So, um, and the girls actually said that, but I'm thinking, okay, back to me being obsessed with crazy people, I'm thinking, listen, if I were in this group, who, wh which girls would be my friends? It wouldn't be the girl that cried during the prayer. Nope, wouldn't be her. It wouldn't be Queen Victoria, because, like, she basically has a sty coming out of her eye and I don't say that to be mean I'm just like you have a tie a sty to, to tend to and you probably need to seek like a medic you, you, she just won't be around that much um I also don't think it would have been whiny Sarah I don't think it would have been whiny Sarah I also don't think it would have been either of the two girls he went on his one-on-one -on -one dates with so it's slim pickings for me I'd probably be with either the Ethiopian girl because she seems just lovely or that MJ with the wild curly hair. I'm like, that's my kind of bitch right there. She's got the wild curly hair. She's going against the grain, doing her own thing. Doesn't wear a lot of makeup. Looks a little bit hungover all the time. I'm like, that's my demo right there. She's got some fun stuff in her back pocket, I bet. So um, I'm into her. She also won the sports competition. Don't remember what it was. Don't care. Um... And I am a, I'm a fan of hers. I enjoy I will enjoy seeing her in Bachelor in Paradise. They're obviously not going to be a match. I think he's going to go with the brunette, the really pretty one, um, dark brunette hair. I think she's the one that cried at the prayer. I think it's going to be her. And then I wonder if this Sarah is going to come back after her dad passes away. I don't mean to be rude about that and RIP to her dad. But after he passes away, maybe they'll end up together. I don't know. That whole thing got so blown out of proportion. And let me just say, 
I now understand why they have girls on this show that are 21 and 22. Because if this were a 34-year-old woman, I mean, it would be annoying for her to be like, I just had to talk to him and take time away from the other girls, whatever. They'd be like, I mean, okay. If it works out with them, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I'll just get back on the dating apps, you know? Like, this isn't the... I'm not hedging all my bets on this one experience. Like, you've seen some things by the time you're 34. You're not like, "Uh, this is my one chance. And so I think that's why it just gets so amped up. Um, And it's brilliant. And now I'm reminded, but none of them are ready to be wives. And uh, I'm reminded of that every day during COVID. Okay, so... Um, the Bachelor's great. Love the crazy people. Love the craziest housewives. I mean, that is just who I am at my core. Um, so Salt Lake, you guys, you guys, I recorded such a good episode for you. It breaks my heart. The one that I lost, RIP. But, but, um, that hip hop party was everything dreams were made of. And when Whitney was twerking on her handstand, I thought to myself, now she's a crazy person I would not want to be friends with because I don't like thirsty. Unless it's a Jin Shah because she's just like owning her crazy. But if you're just su- such a thirst monster, I'm not that into that. But I do like the Whitney. But I just, I, if, if you're the kind of chick that's on a stripper pole, like we're just not going to be a vibe. Um, because there's no way in hell I'll be on a stripper pole. That's, that's one thing I know for sure. And, um, you know, he, there's an old saying, and it goes a little something like this. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. And Whitney is uh, apparently defying the odds for that one. I can't believe she's a mother, not because of her being on the stripper pole, but more because she's got this little ginge daughter. And I'm thinking, whose kid is this? Whitney looks like an embryo herself. And she's got a nine-year-old. She's four years older than me or something. I think she's 38, 37. She's got a nine-year-old with this Justin. Um, Justin needs to stop having kids. That's my opinion. And I just, uh, I, I just can't get it out of my head. The, the level of alarm at the fact that Whitney has children. Um, I did find her friend, Sarah, the one who put pecans and apples on a plate. <laughs> what a hostess. I'm like, is that what what it's like when you have kids? You're just like, fuck it. Here's some nuts and fruit. Like, no, I'm not going to pretend that I had time to make a charcuterie board. Like, I don't. Um, I look forward to that. I look forward to be able to use to being able to use kids as an excuse. Like, nope, didn't do it. Sorry, not perfect. Bye. These damn embryos keep barking at me and uh, can't get any alone time in here. So to make my charcuterie board. So that's why, sorry, that's why there are no appetizers. Now, if I don't have appetizers, it's like, well, what the hell were you doing? You just like sit around and get your nails done all day. Okay. Lean in, ladies. Lean in. Don't judge me for being childless uh, and, you know, spending all my money on Botox. Okay. So Whitney um, is a child bride. And um, <clears throat> Meredith, oh my God, the looks, you guys, she goes into this little supermarket and I don't know where it was. It looks like this little market I used to live by up on the Beechwood Canyon under the Hollywood sign. And you know, where everything's like $95 for like one package. And I used to go there every night and get a bottle of red wine. That was a healthy time in my life. Um, that's when I didn't know that I had anxiety. So this is like how I dealt with it. Very good. Very good. And, um, 
Anyway, Meredith is wearing this total, like, snatch, snatched up look. It looks like a Balmain blazer. Meredith also, of the housewives, I just want to say this, she has the best boob job of any housewife I've ever seen. In fact, Jen Shaw references, she's like, you can't get my boobs because my plastic surgeon retired. And I'm thinking, no one wants them. You have the Dorit boobs of this of the franchise. No one wants this. I want the Meredith. The ha- natural-looking Kate Hudson-friendly, you know, just a nice little chicken cutlet. Anyway, um, so she's going into this, uh, into this luxury marketplace, a Bristol Farms of some sort, and she's wearing a plunging blazer, no bra, just uh, tea tats out on a platter. And I'm thinking, this woman's supposed to be getting back together with the hubby? She's asking for it over here at the, and she's full glam, full blowout. I want to know, I'm like, how does she run her business? Because those eyebrows alone are taking 35 minutes. She's got a full brow painted on. I don't think it's microbladed, you guys. I've given it a lot of thought. I don't think her eyebrow is microbladed. It's just so huge. And have you seen the photos of her from before she was a housewife and before her nose job and boob job? Wow. It's, I, I saw a meme that said that it looks like she's a, she was a nanny, like a Swedish nanny. And I have to agree. Like she just looks like an expat nanny. I, there's nothing. It's the kind of nanny that like a Tom Brady would have, you know, like a high end Jude Law affair styled nanny. So now it makes more sense to me why she's with this common grocery man, Seth, um, because she too used to be a commoner. And now she's immortal, it appears. But, you know, speaking of the breast implants, I was poking around on Madison LaCroix, LaCroix? LaCroix, from Southern Charm, her um, Instagram today. And I saw that she documented her whole breast implant experience. And I thought, it's not every day that we get this from a reality star. Like, Kim Kardashian still won't tell us that she's had her boobs done. And I have to say, the jig is up. You know, the j- we know that they're fake. The jig is up. And you might as well just tell us who did it. Because that vein is just like popping out of your right breast. Okay, anyways. So Madison takes us through that journey. And I have to say, you know, she she posted a real... What are those called? Oh, the, it's like a name of a picture when you're like trying to make someone jealous. Okay, anyway, you're thinking of it. I don't know. Um... It's like, a, oh, a thirst trap. There it is. Thirst trap. She posts this thirst trap pic today. Her, I'm like, who is doing your spray tan? A round of applause for whoever the hell is doing her spray tan. It looks flawless. And then she's got the fake boobs, the tiny little body. And I'm just very impressed by everything that she's, I just, in, I'm into her look. Now, it's not everyone's style, but every time she comes on TV, Wes goes, that girl looks exactly like Jessica Simpson. And I'm like, I get it. You think she's hot? He's like, no, she just looks like Jessica Simpson. I'm like, correct. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, um, so that little thirst monger has been, okay, so she, so here's what happened, guys. I've done my research on this. I actually did my research on something and this is what it was. Spent, I've been, I'm putting in the man hours over here and burning the midnight oil um, over here at Lindsay Evans Studio. And what I've discovered is that Madison teased on Watch What Happens Live, 
about the fact that maybe she and Jay Cutler were hanging out. This is after Austin, her ex-boyfriend, was seen chilling with Kristen Cavallari. If you hear that, it's because Emoji's ripping up in a toy. Um, and they did a Facebook Live together, Austin and Kristen Cavallari. And Austin came on Watch What Happens Live and said, like, we're just friends. She's got a lot going on. But it was, like, a little vague about it, but pretty much, like, we're just friends. And she's got a lot going on. But I'd be open to it. So then... I guess Jay reached out. So Madison posted texts between her and Jay. And these texts make it seem like Jay had reached out to her saying, let's chill. Like, maybe I'll come in town or whatever. By the way, take it and run. If he is coming into town, that's a good call for her. However, she basically, so then Kristen says there's a lot of, she does the post with Jay on Jay's Instagram and so they haven't been seen together in 10 months. They're split up. They haven't been seen together in a while. She's been posting photos of her ass on the Cabo and also on a boat and also been saying I love you on Facebook lives with, I mean, Instagram lives with Jeff Dye, the comedian, who's sort of an embarrassing human. Um, he seems like a full-blown alcoholic, if you ask me, but none of my business. So he um so they have so apparently she's dating this jeff die guy but they do a post together with jay uh and she says you know we've been together 10 years there's a lot of users in the world can't break can't break our bond or whatever that's the meaning of the post it's a photo of the two of them so this this shook the world not just nashville the world i even think the people in wuhan china felt it and uh i know that i I was short of breath for a moment and so then Madison Post saw these rebuttal texts like bro Jay you were coming on to me this whole thing's ridiculous whatever it's not a good look on anyone's part you know Jay is the Brian Austin Green in this scenario where he just looks like the husband that got left and is bitter and Madison is like the thirsty side piece Courtney Stodden and Emoji is the loud freaking paparazzi. Kristen is Megan Fox. And I'm going to say something here and it's going to be shook if Austin is the machine gun Kelly in this situation because he's literally risen above it all. That's right. He's risen above all of it. And he comes off looking the best. The fact that Kristen's lowering herself to get involved in all this is so dumb like the dumbest move she's not thinking straight that one she is not thinking straight and then um austin comes off looking great i actually respect him more minus his cocaine habit i respect him more for uh just being like madison you're you're tiresome so i i'm really looking forward to that reunion you guys also this season of southern charm shoot me in the face the pool party though i could so relate to this you go to a pool party you're like feeling yourself the cute guy you like is going to be there in my case wes evans and you want him to notice you so you wear this little navajo skirt and it's a navajo indian skirt made of authentic leather and you shake the fringe on that skirt uh, until your calves hurt is what you do and um, you're hoping for all the attention at the pool party. And he's just not really giving you the full time of day. Now, this is not how it went in my scenario, but it is awfully close. And uh, he's not really giving you the time of day. And it's frustrating. And so you keep drinking and you're just eating watermelon. And that's all you're eating. And then you get wasted. 
and you don't remember really what you're saying or what you're doing. You end up pissing off all your friends and, um, you know, not, not really getting the guy to see the way you want him to see you. And then you're flirting with his friend. It's like, it gets very messy. And now we're going completely off course from anything I've done. But that's basically what Madison did. And it was f- fabulous finale episode. And I also just want to add that Danny is unwell. And she is wearing a dress that I had from Lulu's that I'm proceeding to burn because um, Danny wore it. And, um, you know, also, I think people have been saying, what's going on with her? What's going on with her and Catherine? Because Danny is just looking incredibly thin this season. And, you know, that's that's a little bit worrisome. I don't really like to comment on people's body types, but she is looking shockingly frail, but also very wiry. And to me, that seems like an Adderall addiction. I don't think it's the cocaine. I think it's the Adderall. And as an artist who's making, you know, piss poor artwork, I would imagine that just to keep herself going on the canvases, maybe she's been popping the Adderall a la Craig. Okay, so then um, the other thing is that um, Catherine, half halfway through Catherine's testimonials, there's, this is a whole new person. Like, she has literally dropped 40 pounds or something. I mean, a lot, a lot, at least 25, like, legit. Okay, at least 20. Anyway, Wes was like, who's that? I said that this is one of the few shows we watched together. I said, that's Catherine. He's like, that's a completely different person. And then at the reunion, she looks even thinner. And then she's got this sherbet orange wig on. And it's really a bad wig. Great dress, bad wig. Um, It's something that my friend Charlotte would wear and look fabulous in. Okay, anyway, so I'm really looking forward to the reunion because I want to know what I I wonder if Andy will ask her. And I hate the way that... um, Andy is doing reunions lately because he's so by I feel like he's favor favoring certain housewives like so much more of our other housewives like the Bronwyn versus the Kelly Dodd and whatever and I'm just like can you just like be neutral and fair to everyone and also I feel like you're not asking the hard questions you're not asking some of the things we all want to know and I just don't feel satisfied at the end of a reunion so anyway that's my spiel on Andy and I will still be on watch what happens live at a moment's notice okay so with that being said um, I think this reunion is going to pop off, but I wonder if he'll ask the girls like, hey, there's been a lot of fan comments about um, your weight. Like Lindsay in uh, Northern Virginia, specifically Arlington, Virginia, wanted to know, uh, Catherine, you seem to have lost a substantial amount of weight throughout the season. I'm just wondering, can we attribute that to drug use, alcoholism, your ex-husband, or your current choices? Um, okay. So, uh, not to make light of anyone's issues. Obviously, these are big, heavy issues, and I'm just, this is all just in fun, everyone. Relax, relax. I don't want anyone to be hurt or suffering. Okay. Um, so, it's been time, you guys. It's been quite a time to be alive. There's been a lot that's happened. JLo, I mean, pardon me, pardon me. JLo performed Let's Get Loud at the inauguration, and that felt. That felt a little off to me. Uh, to be honest, there's not a lot she can do wrong in my book other than um, some of her looks from this latest music video she dropped. There were a couple things wrong there that happened, mostly r- related to her hair. And also um, saying, let's get loud in the middle of the presidential inauguration. I'm not sure we need to get louder as a society. I feel like we're saying a lot right now. 
I think maybe we need to like maybe be a little more loving. That might be a good approach and less loud at the moment. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I typically stand by everything she does and would ride or die for her, but I don't really need it. I don't really need it. And we know Kim and Kanye are probably getting divorced. And this this is a bummer. And I recorded a whole thing about the Jeffree Star accusations. But now that's dust in the wind. That is settled. Kanye did not hook up with Jeffree Star. And I think, you know, bipolar. Not an easy one to navigate. Not an easy one to navigate. It's hard. It must be very hard to be married to someone with bipolar. Which is so severe that you're talking about aborting your daughter who you decided to not abort. Um, that's rough. That's rough. Um, so it's just, I don't like it. I don't like, I I don't like what's happening with the Kardashians. I feel very out of sorts. I don't like that they're going to Hulu. I don't like that. I don't know what I'm getting from them. Now I have heard that this last season of Kardashians is going to be all about the Kim and Kanye issues. And I will be curious to know what that looks like. And I want to know what's going on with them just really every day. And I don't feel like I'm getting a lot. And honestly, if I see one more pair of burgundy skims, you know, t-shirts and high-waisted thongs, um, I'm going to shave my head Britney style because I don't need any more basic shapewears. Like there is nothing I want to pop on myself less at this moment than a burgundy shapewear. First of all, I don't want anything form-fitting, ever, like at all, ever again. If there's one thing I've learned, it's like a mesh t-shirt bra uh, is all I can handle going forward. There will be no more underwires. This is, uh, 2021 is the death of the underwire. That's what I'm renaming it to. Extra, extra, read all about it. You heard it here first. Underwires are over. Um, I think fashion's going to move in the direction of like being like one piece, like free people's already coming out with this stuff. You guys, it's like a one piece sort of onesie full outfit look that looks like semi homeless, but also semi chic and like maybe with a belt and a pair of heels. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to do now. And I love it. I love it. Um, it's all I want to ever wear ever again. And honestly, I'm I'm almost 34. Am I 34? No, I'm almost 34. I'm almost, Wes tells me I'm 40. So uh, do with that what you will. I can never keep track of my age because of that constant comment in the back of my mind. But anyway, he says, uh, you're 40. And I say, oh, sure. Um, and with that, you know, when you've reached a certain point in life, you just, you stop. It's not that you stop caring. I still care and I'm not going to let myself go. But I'm just, I refuse to be uncomfortable, uh, it seems, going forward. And it's like jeans, mm, I don't need them. I'd prefer a cargo pant or a stretchy pant that's fitted. So like I'm doing a lot of track suits. Anyway, wh- what can I say? Maybe this is, maybe this will pass when the world opens up, if ever. <laughs> Uh, devastating. Okay. Um, who else do we want to talk about? You know, Gigi and Zane had their baby. It's a girl. And ever since, Gigi has left the house looking like she's Inspector Gadget. 
And did you guys see photos of the nursery? And maybe, forgive me if I've talked about this before. You know, I have a lot going on. So forgive me if I've mentioned this before. But their baby nursery looks like an African hospital. I mean, it's like the colors are so odd, you guys. It's like a burnt orange. And I here's the thing. When you are young, you do dumb shit for the, the guy that you're with. And you overcompromise. And that's exactly what she's doing. Uh, why is her child's nursery, you know, the color of an Ethiopian soup? I don't think that's what her daughter's wishes would be. I mean, whatever happened to light pink? I don't mean to gender roll you, but I mean, dark orange. It's so strange. I wouldn't even understand like green. Like, I don't like it. Anyway, then she's wearing all these weird ass outfits. And I think the idea is that she doesn't want to be recognized, but she's wearing a mask, sunglasses, a hat, I think she's doing it to protect the baby so people don't like come up to her and ask her for photos and stuff, which I get. And honestly, it's like, well, then move out of New York. Like, there's never been a better time to not be in New York, literally. Like, your mom has a farm. Everyone can get the Lyme disease. It'll be great. You guys all, almost all have it. Like, I just don't understand why you're in the city right now and no one's really working and the city isn't really open like I'm not following and then you're walking around with the brand new baby in the city around the COVID people I don't get it I don't get it but who am I to judge you know I'm not trying to mom shame even though I just did for 20 minutes okay sorry sorry and by the way I'm sure African hospitals are beautiful I'm not I'm not hating on Africa. I'm just saying it's really, really, really not the aesthetic I expected for the two of them. And I have a feeling it has a lot to do with him. And also, she also posted this thing about how she's so into interior design right now. And I hate, I cannot find one thing in her home that I like. Like, even someone with an aesthetic that I don't really vibe with, like a Kourtney Kardashian, I can still understand that her crap is nice. Um, This home, it's, it's... Uh, it's inexplicable and I'm going to post photos of it and you're just going to have to understand that you'll understand when you see you'll understand why I can't put words to it you'll see um okay it looks like a lot of goodwill stuff okay anyway so uh they had a baby and I don't love it I I don't it's not good don't get knocked up without, you know, it being the right one. They've broken up so many times and he used to be cute and now he just freaks me out. And I'm like, I, he just is like, oh, this is the other thing. She posts a photo with herself with a vape with him. And I'm like, okay, so now they're both smoking weed together. Great, 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 great. Um, I don't know that the internet needed that. I don't know their daughter needed to see that. I mean, called me old fashioned, but I don't know that we needed that. Okay. Um, so back to housewives because I'm now going through some notes that I feel that you all should, you know, hear about. Um, back to housewives, the Tom Girardi and Erica Jane of it all is just rough, you guys. And I don't know. I what can I say that hasn't already been said? Of course, I read the whole LA Times article. What do you think? I am a savage. Obviously, I read it. I have been doing more research. I've had more time to do some research. That's that's for sure. So I read the whole thing, and um, it's not looking good. I wonder if Erica Jane will be the next Teresa Judice. Now, I don't think she will. Um, but I do think 
it's so calculated the way that she revealed, oh, he's been cheating on me and whatever. And then it just also feels really dishonest to us because she's been saying like, I don't have to defend my 20 year marriage, whatever. And it's like, well, actually you do because you've been stealing from, um, you know, burned children from a plane crash. And also uh, you're saying he's been cheating on you for years now. And so could you actually explain some stuff? Because it seems like you don't really like him anymore. And we were supposed to that whole time. Interesting. Interesting how that works. But, um, you know, I just hope that she really lets it all air out. And so their Pasadena place that they were living in was valued at about $10.6 million. And now she's moved into a place in uh, like a Spanish style home in LA that's like 1.5 million. It's three bedrooms, two bath. And I'm thinking, what a freaking downgrade. Um, so I wonder, I wonder what this next season's going to be like. But you know, I, I have a feeling I'm not going to like it. And I thought, oh, good. They're going to trim the fat and they're going to bring in the Kathy Hilton and it's going to be fun. I don't think I'm going to like it. You guys, I, I, ha- I have a bad vibe from Rinna. I don't like that Rinna started Rinna Beauty. I have a bad vibe from Erica. I have a great vibe from Dorit. Oh, I'm so tired of Kyle. Great vibe from Sutton. I, I tuned into one of Sutton's lives the other day. And she was completely blasted drunk. Making a crab cake. Completely blasted. And um, it was truly embarrassing. And it, it it's a good reminder to me of why I never ever touch the social media when I've been vibed. And I'm so grateful that I don't have that quality, like the texting when you're drunk thing. Oh, what a bad look. I'm so glad I don't do that. Okay. Um, what else would I like to tell you? I think that's good. I think we've gotten real caught up here. Um, there will be more. There will be more from me. Um, oh, one last note I want to add is that on the Housewives of the OC... You know, they've been going through all this stuff with, gosh, what haven't they gone through? COVID, political stuff, uh, lesbianism, open marriage, uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider ponytails, um, cults. Okay, you name it. Point being, Elizabeth Vargas. She may be a sociopath, you guys, and that's fine, but I love her more and more. I loved her during the reunion um, when she served it to Bronwyn and she said, worst lesbian ever. And I just, I give that a round of applause because Bronwyn is the worst and I don't know that she's the worst lesbian ever. I I can think of a couple I dislike more. However, um, yeah, she's not giving it a good, a good name, abandoning the kids all the time and hanging out with her new boo. Um, so, so I just think Elizabeth's really growing on on people. I can't imagine she wouldn't be. And especially hearing her whole story about the cult and stuff, I think that would be really interesting to learn more about next season. Now, she needs to hire a stylist and she needs to get a better bra. It can't be unseen. Oh, you guys asked me about what are my favorite looks from the um, OC reunion. And I want to tell you that they are all awful. Truly, they are all really bad. Genus is the only one that's even moderately acceptable. Um, but Elizabeth is mostly awful because of her bra. I mean, it's an ugly dress, but also what is going on? I thought she got her boobs done and it doesn't look very good. And so, you know, that's just, I just wanted to wear a bra. That's all. That's all. Go to maiden form, get a little brassiere 
And that's, you know, she is someone that doesn't get to live by the new 2021 rule that the underwire is dead, unfortunately. She's going to need the underwire. So that's why they still have it. You know, not everyone can be in a maroon skims. Um, not everyone can. So um, anyway, I like her. I wonder if she'll come back. I hope she comes back. And um, I like that she laughs at herself. You know how she, they say like, oh, that's how she handles her anxiety. It's like, well, that's what I do with this podcast. I'm laughing at my own jokes the whole time on this podcast. Hello. I literally watch. I listen to the podcast with Wes for the first time. And I stare at him the whole time and see when he laughs. And then I laugh too. Or I'll laugh at something. And he's like, you're really cracking yourself up, aren't you? And uh, yeah, I think I basically do this for myself. So um Anyway, I hope you enjoy. I'm so happy to be back with you. And all I can really say is namaste. And let's let's try and make February better than January, shall we? Uh, it's, you know, February's the month of love. And I'm just, I'm just, here. here's what I want. Sunshine, uh, my toes in the sand somewhere. And, you know, like a, like an icy margarita. That's all I need. Love to have the dog there. Uh, love a little bit of prosperity it's not looking good but would love some and uh you know just health and happiness so let's stay focused on the things that matter our health and our happiness um okay hug the hug the people you love close tell them you love them and um have a great week you guys so glad to be back with you thanks for your patience and then of course share rate like review subscribe tell all the hoes tell all the hoes even if you think, oh, they don't listen to Housewives, that's okay. They'll listen to me, and then they'll start watching Housewives. Because they'll be like, well, this is funny, or something. And, you know, as you know, I don't tell the stories very clearly, but people get the idea. Okay, anyway, tell everyone. Love you. Bye.